really what everybody's been waiting. Everybody's been waiting. Everybody's been waiting. Welcome, everybody. This is Patrick Webster Small, and I'm your host of the Webster Phenomena. And we are broadcast live on spacedoutradio.com, on thewebsterphenomena.com, and blogtalkradio.com. So, uh, welcome in, and it is uh, where I am, September 10th, 910. And uh, we are here today to break this news to the world. And we, we've done this every show, but, so it's nothing new. But, but really, we're going to really break this news. This is breaking news that everybody is missing. It's the weirdest thing to be us. It's weird. Come on, peeps, you got to see that it's that this is just this is off the wall that there's the stuff going on in the sky that uh, people are not looking at. I mean, like really trying to not look at it, forcing themselves not to. It's really incredible. And so we at first come off like, oh, everybody's ignorant, which you are, which not you, but who are listening are definitely not ignorant. You're not ignoring it. You listened. But those who are completely ignoring this, they are ignorant. It just means you're ignoring it. It doesn't mean anybody is lacking intelligence. It's just you need to be clued in. I needed to be clued in. I clued myself in just from tons of research on the chemtrails. And they are a trail, and they will, if you follow that trail, it will lead you straight to this. And I did, and I don't know if I was the first one or what. It, that doesn't matter. The, the scenario is, here I am on a public radio station here to tell you exactly what's happening in the sky. So that's what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the Webster phenomenon. We're going to talk about it in the sky. Now, the Webster phenomenon occurs everywhere, and I can prove it to you and the world uh, if given the right um, research, what would you say, tools, given the right tools. It's a very extensive thing, and I would have to sit down with, a lot of people individually to explain what's going on other than what's going on other than in the sky in the sky it's obvious everybody it's there for everybody to see and it's pretty freaking obvious as soon as i clue in a lot of people who you would never think would even turn their head towards this as soon as i clue them in they're just like oh my god and then they send me pictures from that point on all the time. Text me pictures. Hey, look at this. Look at this. If it's people around here where I live, it's the same thing I'm looking at right at that moment. So it's awesome. So there is a consciousness being that's rising when it comes to this phenomena, which 
for all intents and purposes right now, we're calling it the Webster phenomena because there's really nothing better to call it at this point. When the government decides to come out with the knowledge, then they will probably totally call it something else. So um, we will go into this in a few, but right now what we're going to do... down my intro music this is brenda's entry music but my my intro music is really at the end it's the carry on my wayward son song uh but uh this is brenda's so okay hold on brenda now brenda what is chunder again when you throw up. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Hi, Brenda. <laughs> when you've had too much to drink and you actually shut up. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> well, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Oh, man. That's funny that they put that in there. Well, it's a, it's beer a very, it's a, yeah, it's, it's what, a very uh, right colloquial there? language. Yeah. They say where beer does flow and men chunder, so that does work out. Yeah, well, right yeah, there, oh, yeah. right there. Overindulge, up it comes. <laughs> oh man. Um, so is that a normal Australian thing, just for like guys to drink, or is I mean that's normal pretty much anywhere, right? Yeah, well, of course that's, it that's, is. I know it is. yeah. I mean, look, we you know it's it's, it's culture now, you know, but. Um, yeah, it can be. It's always been. <laughs> yeah. It's always been culture, even back to the ancients. You know, the uh, almost every passage in the Book of the Dead, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, talks about ale, cakes mm. and ale. And the ale that they're talking about, they many of the Egyptian ancient Egyptian depictions show the women making beer. Or ale. Hmm. Now, really, what they're making is kombucha, because they're making it out of fruit. So they're they're they were making kombucha. It might have been a little bit stronger, but it was very very healthy. That's why they talk about it, because it was very good tasting. It was very healthy, very good for you, uh, and it had a little alcohol in it, so it gave you a little buzzy buzz, <laughs> a little beezy. But uh, so, uh, Bren, what's going on? Um, I know you've been working like crazy, just like me. But uh, yeah. w- when your chance to get outside and see what's going on, have you had a uh, active sky lately in Australia in the last I don't know three weeks since we've had our last show? Yeah, it's, we've we've had a very active sky. Uh, <clears throat> some days here in Melbourne, it's been a little difficult to see because we've been. Well, Melbourne's well known for being the city of four seasons in a single day. So, you know, we can have beautiful blue skies one minute, can be absolutely pouring raining the next and, you know, blacked out the next. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. But that's what Melbourne's known for. Um, but on the, like yesterday okay. was a, a totally rainy day. And today it's it's not too bad, actually. It's, it's probably about, what, 62, 63 degrees in your 
Fahrenheit scale, and uh, it's actually nice uh-huh. outside. The sun's out today, so it's the complete opposite of what it was yesterday. And, um, yeah, so it's pretty active out there. It's just uh, I've got to get out and have a look at it. <laughs> I see yeah. it from my work window, but when I'm home, I'm too busy doing other stuff, and I don't always get to see it. But so wow. it's, it's actually really, really, yeah, it's, I mean, I took a few photos last week that I've sent you, and as you saw, it's it's pretty active out there. Yeah, so it's been, it's been pretty crazy. The stuff that's showing up is, um, well, I just posted a video that I had taken in the yeah. last couple hours of this just a ridiculous uh, reptilian uh, figure that it's completely out of context of the sky and the size it should be and the shape of it and how it's just a little bit obscured and kind of almost like you're looking at a screen at at you're looking at the object on a screen that is tilted like it's being projected on top of on a screen or something. That's that's how it. I'm trying to uh, uh, get across ways to look at this so you can see it if you don't see it. Um, at this point, I, it's pretty hard not to see. What would you say, Brendan? Look for the eyes. Look for the eyes, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, that, that's that's, that's the usually the most obvious. Out. And once you start seeing that, it the the more you recognize it's that over. The, yeah it's, you're seeing it all the time yeah it's over for you you'll never have a life again <laughs> <laughs> all you will do is want it's to quite true because my sister-in-law hey. came on board recently and she's she's on there all the time now she's like oh my god she said i see them everywhere she said people send me pictures from scotland and all i can see is the faces in the sky <laughs> Oh, I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so she, she just, yeah. yeah, she's amazed. She if said, like, oh. if you're like, if you're like looking at real estate, like on the internet and you're looking through the pictures of the houses on the outside and all you can see is just beings in the background. Now, <laughs> it's like over it, here. Um, <laughs> when your sight gets to a certain extent, when your all-seeing eye uh, literally begins to see all, then it'll be a little different than just seeing the here and there thing in the sky. It it gets a lot different because you begin to see all of nature this way and realize that all of nature has a complete other side that it's not this separate side of... of uh, you know, like this inanimate stuff. It pulls nature into the realm of life, of being alive, of being really literally consciously alive and having form like two eyes, a mouth, a nose. That is the form of this universe. Look at almost everything in the world has that form the two eyes where you start going off of that is in the insect world where insects were clearly made from some other, made in some other universe or, you know, created in some other place brought here. That's totally how I see earth is that this is a, this is truly the melting pot of the universe. 
and it's a breeding ground, and it's show where it it's being shown, it's being revealed how extensive this breeding ground is. For humans to think that it's all it's all about humans, they're completely wrong. Humans do have a stake in this merely because we've taken over the earth. And something has to be done about it because the way that we do things is in a uh with a greed based ideal with a greed based ideal. The ideas come from greed. They don't from how much how much money is it gonna cost, how you know, that all that stuff when it comes to how we are setting up the future world shouldn't even matter. And I know that things are starting to move that way, but it may be a little too little too late. These beings are here. So um let's see, let's so we know what's going on in Australia now. What we need to do is Okay, be real nice to him, eh? Okay. Okay. This is uh, the hit single section of our album, Good Day. Good Day. Uh, Getty Lee is here from Rush. Uh, Hi, Getty. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, Getty? Oh, it's going pretty good. Good day, eh? Good day. Good day. Uh, Thanks for coming down to do our hit. Well, my pleasure. Hey, Kim from Canada. Good day, eh? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, or what's up, eh? I should say for Brenda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's up, eh? It's doing, yeah, it's doing pretty good over here. Getting a little chilly, though. A little chilly, like what? What's a little chilly? Well, say it was 18, but it didn't feel like 18. That's Celsius. 18 what? Celsius. Celsius. That's mm-hmm. about the same as we are here now. So that's 62, your... 62 to 63 degrees Fahrenheit, because we're about yeah, the same that's here today. Nippy. That's a little nippy. <laughs> that's what we are. <laughs> it's supposed yeah, to get think... down cooler by Monday. It's supposed I... to get down to 9 or something like that. And then through the night, freezing, possibly. So Ooh, I was already. in the garden with my machete getting all my stuff off the garden today, so... I felt like Here I was we go, the winter time again. <laughs> it's already fall. Unbelievable. 2016's gone. I mean, basically gone. Just incredible. Just incredible. Um, so, Kim, what's been going on in your neck of the woods, uh, sky-wise? Have you, I, I mean, I know. I can see the activity because you post pictures every day. So mm-hmm. you're you're <laughs> stuck in it like we are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, in the last uh, week or so, there was quite a few holy F-bombs going off because I had to stop the vehicle because I just could not keep driving without, you know, jumping out and taking pictures because it was just pretty wild. After the video that you had put up the other day, and then uh, it was like they just kind of scooted over here, and it was like, wow. I thought you were just sent them over this way just to check up and see what I was doing or something. They do. They scoot. They do the scooting thing. They scoot around the earth like, let's scoot over here. No, let's scoot over here now. Let's go back over here. It's getting cold over here. Um, that's, you know, 
that's it that's an interesting thing about these beings today i was watching them uh come in and i've done this before if you just lay back on a just very sparsely cloudy day and hope and usually if you do this and you just lay back in a lounge chair or something and look up one will come and surface in front of you and it will look as if it's poking itself in through the blue sky as if the sky is some kind of a, a pixely veil that can be pierced you know at uh, on a certain level in a certain dimension that's what it's like what is still on oh this Bob and Doug McKenzie, man, those guys are crazy. <laughs> that was the guy from Ghostbusters, and yeah, they were awesome. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and all that stuff. Um, what was his real name? Rick Moranis. Yeah. yeah. Where did they start? Sa- uh, I want to say Saturday Night Live, but I think it was Kids in the Hall is where they started. Kids in the Hall. Um, and I think Jim Carrey started there, and then uh, he went to Living Color, and that's where he blew up. Living Color. Amazing actor, Jim Carrey. Um, okay. So, what were we talking about? What was we talking about? We were talking about Canada Sky? The scooting from one place to the other. <laughs> Oh, they're scooting. They were well, that's the interesting thing about these guys is that they will just poke their face in. And really, it's it looks like a face, but it's their hand. You know, that's where we get that sound right there. We get the click. That's where we get a lot of clicks where people are just like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Hand on uh, face on hand. Nah, what is this? The, you know, the Muppets. You got a sock puppet. Hey, that's what it looks like once in a while. These guys look like... At first, I thought they had... They wore gloves that morphed. And after uh, tons of research, realized that they don't wear gloves. That's just the universal light body. Has this hand on on it. On the, uh, has this face on where the hand goes. See, it's confusing even to me. That's why they're they've never been seen. Because that is the confusing part of them. Their their typical pose is the regular being standing there, and then they'll put their hand face under their chin, pointed the other way, sideways. They'll do that, and then they'll put their other hand up to kind of take your... So you'll never figure out their face. And they always keep their face towards the back the 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 background. So if you're ever looking for the main being and you see these guys' hands, you got to follow the arm up, and I guarantee you every time you'll see an arm coming from these reptile faces, and it'll lead to a being that's sitting in the background. That's best found in pictures. So the Webster phenomenon, let me just graze over this for a second. Everybody. The world is being, you can call it, invaded or revealed 
that extraterrestrials are actually creating all of reality. This is the truth. Kim, I'm going to mute you just for a second, okay? That's where a lot of that noise comes from. Um, but I'll bring you back. Don't worry. Uh, the Webster phenomena is the realization of this, of what's happening. That's what the Webster phenomena is. It is phenomenal that humans are finally that a human. It's not. It's not just me, Kim, Brenda, who? I mean, Don. Uh, where is Don anyway? How come he's not calling in? Oh, I hope he does. If you call in, Don, we'll we'll bring you on. Um, it, there's there's lots of us now who see this. There's people that send me, and thank you for not just trashing my page with pictures. That people are really cool who catch on to this, and they'll send me pictures and they'll put it in in one of the comment uh, threads. I like that because it's out of the way, but everyone can still see it. I like that. I really like that. Um, I ask when I see Brenda, um, when Brenda sends me something crazy, I'll ask her to post it. Same with Kim. She sends me something crazy, I'll ask her to post it. Um, that's usually the only people that post straight to my page. But this stuff, I expect to have tons of people posting on my comment threads after this show. Because you all really need to wake up, please. This is getting stupid. Now, I know uh, Brenda and Kim, both of you, feel this. That you feel that when you're in a place where there's obvious stuff going on overhead and not one person is looking, don't you feel like you're just you're massively intelligent or you're just around a bunch of freaking morons? Yeah, well, we just we just keep doing our thing. <laughs> if someone asks what I'm looking at, I always tell them. Yeah. Well, I mean, rarely people ask. Here, oh, well, when I'm sticking my camera out by. the window of, when I'm sticking my window out the work of the window at work, they ask. <laughs> right, when you've got kind of a captive audience, but if you're sitting, <laughs> if you're if you're in a scenario like in the middle of a park or a parking lot. Like I do this a lot. Like if you're coming out of a store and you're just like, Oh my God, you know, and look at the sky and then, uh, and then say, Oh my God. And then pull out your camera and start taking pictures. Um, I've not ever once had anybody ask me what I'm looking at or even that to my knowledge, even look when, like I've said back, like the eighties, like any time before the internet, People, if one person had a camera up to the sky, you'd have everybody in eye shot looking up. Everybody. For some reason, now that the internet has saturated this uh, this subject matter, when it comes to ETs and UFO sightings, and you know everybody's kind of used to it, and I don't think anybody's really saying no. There's not a there's not there's there's no such thing as UFOs. Pretty much everybody is on board. It's just not on the right ship. <laughs> yeah. You're going the wrong way. Come back here. Come back here. Come back to the dock and get on my ship. I'll show you guys what's up. I'm telling everybody what's up. That's what's, that's what's up. So uh, the Webster phenomena is the realization 
that extraterrestrials are in the atmosphere, in Earth's atmosphere. They're all throughout nature, including throughout the entire universe. These these ETs, these reptilian ETs. I can show them to you in every NASA photo. You have to look at it as, I mean, you know that people are looking at them going, wow, that looks kind of reptilish. No, it, it's because it is. <laughs> That's why it looks like it. You know that that one uh, that's kind of just being cognizant. Like, hmm, if it looks like it, it, it just might be. Nah, couldn't be in space out there where we don't know about it, really anything. There couldn't be reptiles just floating around space. Oh yes, there can. <laughs> yes, yes, they're in Earth's atmosphere. They're all around you. When I show you where they actually are, you will trip. But right now we'll keep it lightweight and we'll just talk about the clouds and maybe some some other lightweight nature. But that's what the Webster phenomena is. I have came here. I I grew up on on Earth. But I came here for a reason and I knew I had a reason and and when I found this, it it's this is like that feeling of that that urge that never goes away. It's just an urge, like you have to do something. It does not go away when you find it. It's like having the treasure map. And you just know you have to keep going and going and going and following it. And that's what I've done. And I know that's the path that Brenda's on. I know that's the path that Kim is on. And there's some other people, too, that are on it. It just won't stop. It's just something that's inside of us. And our goal is for whatever reason, for everybody else to see this, to enlighten you, because this is part of life. This is part of nature. This is part of your existence, and you're missing it. We're seeing a huge chunk of humanity missing this, where when we all clue into it, there will be a shift in this whole entire reality. It's going to bring in the new reality. That's what we're pushing for. We're not trying to say that we are, are, you know, liaisons to Nibiru or that, you know, that the Earth is under attack or, you know, we're not saying anything like that. I hope people realize that. We are being very... uh, wise about how we're bringing this to earth this is about the ancients you guys this is serious serious shit there should be ceremonies happening on a daily basis when everybody goes to church and you're praying for God well when something is showing up in the clouds as prophecy says that the return of the son of man will come in the clouds, the return of God, whatever, the showing, the prophecies, the Hopi, the Kachinas, Pahana. All this stuff is coming to pass, and we are bringing to you, not saying we are any of those things. 
We don't have to say that. We're bringing the information to you as is and was written. What else can we do? I mean, when does that actually happen for for Earth? Do you guys know what I'm saying? When does that actually when is it accepted by humanity that this is being brought and that it's real and it's right over their heads? How weird can it be, you guys? How weird can it be? Can we just say it? Can we just put it on the table how freaking weird this is to be one of the few one of the handful of people that actually see what reality really is? Kim? Yeah. Anyone? It's <laughs> looking at a rhetorical question there. That's all. <laughs> it's well, we know what we're saying, and it's just um, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm like I said, I don't understand why people just don't actually look up. It's you can't miss it. It's just something that, like you said, people just don't want to see it when they should be because they need to. Let me ask this. No, go ahead, Kim. Well, I don't understand. You know, like every, like, you know, like the ancient gods, how they, you know, looked at the sky. They they held their hands up. They, you know, they they were worshiping them. We look up, think, you know, that our loved ones are up there looking down on us. I just don't understand why people don't look up there more, because there's so much more going on than you know, just somebody that's passed over. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, even in that light, even in that light, you can see the freaking beings on top of the clouds looking over down here. How much more obvious can it be that that's the loved ones? I mean, we got to start putting as humanity, putting two and two together and stop this, this, oh, that's myth and that's fiction and using all these words to curve things off. It, it. It's hurting humanity at this point. All the things that are that are like magic alone, just magic, is now returning to this realm. How how no matter how fantasy it sounds, magic is returning to this realm. It's clear. It's happening. The magicians that were talked about in the Atlantean stuff and Anu and the on you know the Anunnaki and you know they they were all they all dealt with uh, the magic of nature. This is where I wish Dawn was on. The magic of nature, man. Knowing how to use nature. To create things which may seem like magic to this civilization that's just so cut and dry and scientific, man. And if it doesn't add up, it doesn't add up. What if we don't know everything? And we're just saying it doesn't add up just in our own calculations, which are in actuality not correct. Could that possibly be? Of course it can. Could we be wrong? I mean, you know, anyway, uh, the the thing is, is that we need to get out there and start speaking to the world, not just on this podcast. I wish this did it, but we need to be getting out there to the conferences, 
to the conventions. We need to speak. The Webster phenomenon needs to get out there. That's I need I to be on with. tour. I need to I need to be on tour speaking. You agree with that, Kim? Oh yeah. I was like this week when I was coming home from work and I'm like looking up at the sky going, "Oh my god, like this has to be taught to people. This has to be, you know, just in their faces all the time so that they can see it because it's just to me I'm seeing more and more and more and it's just kind of freaky. <laughs> I can't imagine what you guys are like because you guys know way more than I do and it's just like wow. It's an eye opener. There's not much more to know than you know now that you've been on this show for a lot. Anyway, you know enough to know what you're taking a picture of um, and also to be able to tell other people what this is. You know, and and this team of researchers needs to get out there and be speaking to universities and to uh, archaeologists. Uh, we really need to get out there and be speaking to all these people because what they're going to discuss, what their own discoveries are going to be, are going to be offshoots of this one, and not really an offshoot. They're going to make brand new discoveries, but they're going to be prodded by this one. This is a key. This is the mystery that was said to be unleashed when this when the the seal of secrets is broken. This was the secret. The secret has always been that there's been these these ETs that are creating our reality. And because of our pers- our uh, our perspective, our perception and the way that things are taken into our mind through our eyes, and they're ran through certain glands like the amygdala, the hypothalamus, and the pineal, which create your third eye. When things are ran through through those glands, those glands will dictate how you perceive. As you graduate yourself, up the ladder of understanding and widening your knowledge and your acceptance of any knowledge that comes to you. Those glands will open and tune in. So they're tuning into the real reality. This is the all-seeing eye. This is how it is created. So what we need to be doing is being out there speaking. So anybody that can help us with that or wants to, you know, fund the tour or do something like that, that'd be awesome, man. Contact us here. Contact me on Facebook. Contact uh, me through the website, thewebsterphenomena.com. Man, there's going to be one person that that comes, that steps up, that basically uh, is going to be the person that evolves humanity. In uh, in a quantum leap fashion, um, so I'm I'm also offering this this one on one thing. It's a one day deal. If you want to sign up to it, um, I'll probably have no more than like six people in in a group and do it on Saturdays, and it's going to be a long day. I was going to do two days and all that. People just don't have time for that. One day, 
you take one day out of your life and you're going to get the eye of Horus. I promise you that you can come, you can be the most skeptic person at the beginning of the day. By the end of the day, you're going to be like, like I don't have any room on my camera. <laughs> I have 1,576 pictures and video. Trust me, it, it's that is the truth, and these these two can my co-hosts can can definitely tell you that that is the truth. Um, so it's a nominal fee to do that with me, and I'll I'll teach you this. I'll give you the Eye of Horus, teach you the Webster phenomenon, and you can go teach other people and blah blah blah. But I'm I'm glad to spend the day with you, and you know, we'll start early and we'll. We'll go late, and we'll eat lunch, and we'll uh, we'll do some sightseeing, and we'll do some in, inside learning. It's a it's a good deal. So go to the website. It says uh, get the Eye of Horus on the menu, and just click on that, and you'll see what the deal is on that. WebsterPhenomena.com. Okay, let's talk about what do we got left. Oh, we still got an hour and twenty left. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I think it is time for. I think it is time for this. like uh, Daffy Duck and the crickets after he does the crazy performance. Anyway. Oh, love the Pirates of the Caribbean. And the the most awesome part and the weirdest part of this whole entire thing is that these beings in the sky love to ride on ships. They like to depict and show ships like boats. Like you're looking at the bottom of the of the hole of their boat. And you can see them looking over the sides. 
it's the weirdest thing in I mean to to be doing this. It's the weirdest freaking thing in the world. Folks. It just is. The weirdest thing in the world. To look up and realize that you're looking at a pirate ship and you're like, Yeah, well no, that's a cloud. No, that's a ship, all right. Yeah. Just like one like the last thousand I've seen in the last thirty days. Yeah, that's a pirate ship, all right. It's some kind of ship. In fact, it looks just like the Egyptian ships that were depicted as the boats of the afterlife. Yeah. Nah, that couldn't be. It's just a cloud. Wow. Maybe that's what they... Hey. Hey. Maybe that's what they were. where they saw them, was in the clouds. Hey, did we ever think of that? Let's Let's put this little tidbit together for the intelligent people. Wow, whenever they whenever they drew anything in the in the Egyptian writing in the walls, they always made uh they always showed an upper level and it was just a level, remember? And then they would put like a, a floor and then they would put another level. And then they would put a floor and then put another level. Guess what that was? Guess what that is? That's the clouds. It truly is. Now let's go to the Nemes. The Nemes is the striped headdress. Okay, the the Nemes needs to be just a a pattern of lines. Now if you think of the Nemes as a pattern of lines, now think of how many times you see that in the sky. That pattern of lines. Now think of, remember the old TV when it used to be a pattern of lines? And, and we're seeing this. See, we're starting to how we're starting to realize that this is something that you're viewing. This is something that you're viewing, and it's coming around to be able to be seen again because it's obviously been seen before. Because we're connecting it to the Sumerians and the Egyptians. That it has to do with the light on Earth way that the light is hitting Earth. So we're actually being able to see this now. Certain ones of us have the right perspective because we accept new things into our brainiac, brainiac. We accept what we're seeing. That's a key to accept what you're seeing. You know, a lot of people get thrown off by cloud names and cloud types. Like, what was that one, uh, Brenda, the Fire Streak Cloud or something that was in Australia? Full Remember stike. that one? Full Stike. The Fall Streak. Fall uh, Stake. They called it Fall Stake, yeah. It was looked like the bottom of a, of a flat-bottom boat. Right. And then I worked it, and it turned out to be a, a reptilian being with a rainbow type of wing that was jutted forward a la the the way that Isis was depicted a lot. Yeah. Yeah. False streak or stake my ass. So these cloud names and the cloud types, they're just there to not saying that it was put there uh, to curve you from knowing about this. It's just the way that humanity... Uh, 
labels and categorizes and compartmentalizes things because science does that in their research to keep a catalog of what's been discovered. It, that's why they do it. It's, it. it's okay. It's okay that that happens, that they've named these things. But as a, as a, a person with, a, with your own brain and your own thought process, uh, should know that these labels don't mean anything other than they're a label. Something's been ha- has a label on it. It's just like you know, mom making jam, and you're like, eh, I don't really like the homemade stuff. But as soon as there's a label on it, it's like, oh yeah, bring it on. I bought it in the store. It's like it's the same stuff. <laughs> it's it, you know, it's that kind of mentality where it's where where we got too evolved down a technical industrialized road and things started to get cookie cutter and hey this is the way I do it where you know Kim may, Kim you're a little more of grow your own type of person yep so you pro- you probably feel a little bit differently about this but still it's the same thing it's it's when you label something it kind of sets people at ease about it does that sound correct um, I, I I wouldn't say because we're saying that you know homemade's always better <laughs> than pot. That's the way I've grown up, I guess. But yeah, yeah well, with advertising these days, people um, associate product name with trust and all sorts of things. You know, you have your trusted names in there this and trusted go. names in that. So there's the label. You know, right. that's, okay. that's just the part that's of the commercialization. Like. It's it's the way people are these days. If it isn't a reputable name or doesn't have the right label, then they don't see it as being worthy of their consumption or their use. Um, which right. as we now, as we know, you know, yes, homegrown or homemade is always better. However, the generation that is now doesn't see things that way. You know, if they've got to wear the best clothing, if it's not Nike or Adidas or somehow labeled up, then it's not deemed to be worthy. Right, and in this case, in this case, is it, it's a comfort. It gives, it provides that same comfort level in a different way. It's it's kind of like, yeah. hey, we got this. We know what this is. Don't worry about it. It's kind of like it gives that comfort level, that same comfort level of purchasing something that they feel that they can trust. Um, but I, it, when it comes to food. Now, if we're going to switch the subject matter uh, over to food, man, <laughs> uh, the homegrown is just the way to go. The, you know, people are, do have a new consciousness. So there is a new consciousness on Earth when it comes to health and, uh, you know, non-GMO and the non-chemical and all that stuff, which is great. It's beautiful. Uh, but now it's time to understand uh, how this all works and who's behind it. That's the question that humanity has been asking. For. It's the age-old question. Well, if you look at this Sumerian stuff, the Sumerians make it look like this Earth was completely different before uh, humans got here. Or it was different of humanoids or being on Earth. The Sumerian stuff is crazy. It shows open ship, uh, open top with beings inside. 
just sitting on the top like they're on some Disneyland ride. Well, isn't that what we're seeing, you guys? Isn't that what we're seeing in the sky? Crickets, hello? Hello? <laughs> You're very rhetorical hello? today, so we're just sitting eagerly. Hello, <laughs> Can't you see hello? me nodding my head? <laughs> hello? Hello? I I had I had this friend who who that was his uh that was his answer machine. He was like, "Hello." And then you'd be like, "Hey man, what's going on?" Uh blah 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 blah. blah. And then all of a sudden he'd be like, "Hello." Hello. <laughs> Hello. Please leave your message after the beat. <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh man, that's a good one. That was the best <laughs> one, man." <laughs> But you, but he probably lost a lot of messages because people had already said what they wanted to say, and then they're like, "Screw you! I'm not gonna." Uh. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, cloud names and all that labeling. Hey, you really? Uh, that's uh, that's a shell that the Webster phenomena has really been able to get in and crack is this shell of people being told what's what and then being complacent about it. We're like, no, no way. Don't listen to that. And you can not listen to this if you want. That's your prerogative. That's fine with me. The next person will listen to it and at some point you're going to be like, oh my God, everybody sees this and I turned away from it because I was just being whatever. Not wanting to see it. A lot of people are afraid of this because it's, you know, it could mean something huge. It is something huge. There's no reason to be afraid of it. It's been here forever. There's no reason to be afraid of it. That I, at first I thought that people were just like, ah, oh, it's in the sky. It's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything. Well, if you'll notice, these clouds are getting so particular. Today I saw a lineup, just a straight line. It looked just like an Egyptian writing, Egyptian uh, artwork, with the with the line, and then all kinds of beings on top of it, doing different things in different poses, standing there like statues. I would have to say that we are probably going to see something bigger than this very soon. This has been going on for a while, this reveal, for a few years. Really heavy duty since 2012. Go figure. Now we're at 2016. We're just about ready to enter 2017. Brenda, how do you feel about 2017? Yeah, twenty oh twenty seventeen. I I feel it's it's going to be a year of like you said more revelation. It's still still in its process whatever we see will be um what's well, going to be enlightening for all of us but yeah there's there's something they like you said definitely something coming because it's it's like it's gearing towards something and it can't just be uh can't just cruise on at this speed because it's actually building up so 
as we go along. It's getting more and more interesting every day. Oh, yes, it is. Um, so you are feeling, as as a psychic person uh, who's been known to have an ability for that, what are you feeling about 2017? Like I said, there's a, a lot more going to happen. Um so are you specifically talking about the clouds or are you talking about planetary-wise? Anything that will affect humanity in a... In a well, there's you know, going to be a lot on this planet coming in this year that's going to affect this planet. Um, I you know, you've got these people out there that are saying, oh, you know, like the planet's going to bloody flip over or something. No, it isn't. But there's just a lot of different earth energies changing and people changing. There will be a a few disturbances around the planet which are going to make people unhappy, but that has to be part of the cleansing that's going on. Uh, we may see more sky activity. I don't mean clouds. I mean other other entities coming in. So this, this will be interesting when they do come in because they will come in through the clouds. And I still believe that this is going to go on for quite a number of years. So we're looking at at least the next seven to eight years long term. However, at next year is going to gear into a year of, of actually showing us way more and waking us up far more than ever before. And it, it's the snowball effect. It's It's going towards this period of time that's just down the track. So that's how I feel about that. Okay, so then the Webster phenomena's role has been to soften the blow for certain people. Very definitely. It's for everybody, not just for certain people. It's just that everybody right, doesn't want to... to the world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not Everybody's just not choosing at this particular moment to be understanding or aware of it. I mean, eventually that will happen because it has to happen. However, the ones who are available to it or have made themselves open and available to this learning are starting to understand it and it's easing it is easing the the what's coming for them because they will oh, I, oh, not to say expect it, however, be aware of it so when it does happen, it won't be a shock. not the kind right. of the shock that's going to send you into a heart attack anyway. It might be the oh my god shock, but it won't be the drop dead shock. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I can imagine that I will still have a, an oh my god shock. Uh, yeah, I it's going to be I the will. one that knocks you back on your feet and plants you on your ass yeah. on the ground, probably. However, it's not going to outright take the breath of life away from you. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yet there. Uh, if you don't uh, know anything about this and are just uh, oblivious to it and it pops up in your face, there is a good chance that it'll uh, give you the startle of your life. Well, and, uh, a message I got a long time ago was that if people didn't start to accept this and understand it, basically it was going to cause a split in their minds. So, And that goes some very different ways in that people will A, choose to accept it, or B, choose to start acting out or suiciding. And this is not what we want for people. This is why we do what we do. 
because we need to alert people to to start the acceptance process now. Start waking up now. Let yourself see now. Not at the last minute and then, you know, then you're going to get people like, I mean, people are bad enough with their head drugs and stuff now. They're, They're not coping now. They think they can't cope now. Just move it up a few years. So they really need to get a handle on it now to be able to move into to what's actually coming. Right. So you've got this stuff in your background view. And it's in your mind. It's gnawing at your brain. If you feel anxious a lot, this is why. Because you're seeing reptiles in your eyesight. But your uh, your your brain is not allowing your your mind to have it, or your mind is blocking it because it just it's doesn't. The, it's the logic mind, the the the, the yeah, taut mind that's blocking that. It. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. It it won't accept that. It doesn't see that. So so there you go. That's the, exactly why uh, you need to clue into this. Um, you know, I, we're here to show, to tell you how to see, um, I can personally show you how to see, uh, on, uh, you know, certain Saturdays out of the year, uh, you can hook up with me and I will show you how to see, uh, you can go to the website and find out about that. Um, I will show you how to look into the clouds, not look at the clouds. That is the problem. People are looking for, uh, anything they, you see, you're, you're, your mind, the the normal mind that has been told how things are, looks at life at the same, let's just take size. When you see something that's too big to be quote-unquote real or too small to be quote-unquote real, then it's not real. If you, see a, if you saw a person that was the size of your thumb, then you would think that that was not real. But yet that can be com- completely acceptable because the universe can provide anything, anything. So, the, of course, the universe can provide a, a way smaller being because we could actually turn out to be giants. Starting to, starting to crack that mind open, that's the type of thinking that cracks your mind open. That's it right there. Of course there can be a being that's the size of your thumb. And then on the flip side, there can be a being that's the size of the Empire State Building. Of course there can. Why not? Look how big the universe is. Don't they say that that, uh, some beings grow to the size of their aquarium? Man, goldfish do. yeah, and I'm pretty sure the beings that we're, that we're looking at in the clouds are aquatic. They're amphibian for sure. They are amphibians. And from my knowledge, they're, they're Atlanteans. They are the thought beings that are the Atlanteans. All of it is going to tie together, and that's what the Webster phenomenon is here. We have the key. That's just it. We need some locks to stick our key into, man. We gotta stick our key in there and do some turning. That's what we want to do. We want to. We really need to speak to archaeologists, and we really need to speak to the the uh, people like Richard Branson, 
and uh, Yuri Milner and Stephen Hawking. Man, can you imagine me and Stephen Hawking? I've said this before. Could you imagine us sitting sitting there and when we got past the BS, what I can unlock in this guy's mind by getting him to see this would be just off the hook. Now, some of you may be saying, hey, what if he already sees it and that's why he's so smart? Well, there you go. Either way, win-win, right? This this uh, site not only brings intelligence, it proves intelligence. It breeds intelligence. It breeds wisdom. It breeds experience that you ne- you would never have imagined before this. Right, Kim? Right. Still, still there, Kim? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> Kim's all cuddled up in her whoops. <laughs> yep. Hey, yep. Hey. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. It's still pretty hot here. In the Utah. Well, send it this way. Southern Utah. <laughs> Utah. Utah. I don't even know. I don't know what they say. I'm from California. I'm from Cali. Anyway. Okay. Uh, there's There's a big secret in this whole thing. There's a huge secret. This, even this reveal has a secret. It will be revealed at some point, like Brenda said. But it's it's the big secret. It's the big one. So that means that this revelation scenario, this prophecy, revelation prophecy that is playing out, seals being broken, it's going to happen over time. It's not going to happen all at once in one day. It's going to happen over time, but there will be a turning point day. And I believe that uh, Brenda was talking about that, that, that she feels that that's going to be twenty in 2017, where there's a turning point for humanity, and then the choice can be made. The real choice for everybody, not just the people that run into or stumble into the Webster phenomena. We are like the, the appetizer for this thing. We're the appetizer. For the for the main course, the main course is coming. We are not the main course. That will be something brought by the higher ups, the beings. So everybody, just take some time. Take some time out of your life, and when you see a nice, sparsely cloudy day, really look at it. When you see two eyes, look into those eyes in the clouds. That's real stuff. Those are real beings that are looking at you. This isn't some delusional bullshit talk. Man, I wouldn't waste my time on a Saturday night, trust me. From 9 to 11 where I'm at, I wouldn't be here in my office talking on a microphone. That's how important this is to me and to these two as well and to a lot of people who listen. And want to listen live because they want to hear it right now, right when it's coming out of our mouths. Lazy eyes will never see this, ever. If you're just going to look at the clouds and go, yeah, clouds, that is the illusion. That's where you got screwed. That's the illusion.
lazy eyes will never see this. It's also lazy minds because uh, there's some people that I've spoken to, and when you you know they're, they're looking up, they say, but it's just cloud because someone told me clouds are blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, just now take what you've been told and what you think you've learnt and throw it out the window and start again because it's not what yeah. people are telling you it is. They're only going by their textbook or what their technical stuff is that they've been taught. Exactly. You know what I mean? They, they don't teach beyond yeah. that. So, I mean, obviously it is a substance. It's up there, but it's a substance that's being used by these beings to an end, to a means and an end. Yes. Yes, that's right. The, believe it or not, everybody, the the uh, the schools and the education system and science doesn't know everything. Believe it or not, there's new things to be found. Everyone should be very happy about that. That there's brand new things to be found, and here it is. It's the Webster phenomena or the beings in the clouds or whatever the hell you want to call it. The ancients are, you could say they're coming to life out of a slumber. No, we're the ones coming out of the slumber. They're the ones who are already here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Because they've always uh, yeah. been here. It's just us that's been napping until now. <laughs> exactly. Um, although they are, you know, now if you add the component of the chemtrails, which we spell with a K, K-H-E-M, for the children of the chem, which is the children of Egypt, they are chemtrails. Uh, they just... Uh, they're they're Eight aiding a lot easier to see. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're aiding this reveal. Um and it's it's just what they are. You can see that the chemtrails are commissioned by the by the beings because they use them at every turn. They're either staffs or spears or they're the poles that push the boat along or you know, the they use these these things that these airplanes are shooting. And the airplanes always look to be a little different than the actual airplanes you see taking off at airports and whatnot. I don't like to get into that stuff because that's where you start getting into that YouTube rabbit hole of conspiracy stuff. Yeah, yeah conspiracy. <laughs> and it's like, what are you supposed to do with that? What if you actually proved it? No one's going to listen, guys. Trust me, nobody's going to listen. I've got proof of this discovery that's the biggest discovery of this civilization. I've got tons and tons and tons of proof. And yet, very few people listen. Now, I'm noticing there are more and more that are listening. Thank goodness. Now, go back to, man, how weird is this to be talking about this on the radio uh, and being, I'm one of you out there in listener land, I'm one of you that 
one day before this day, at some point, didn't see this and didn't care. And I saw the trails. Then I cared about the sky. Then I found E.T. Then I realized that E.T. found me. And I've proven all of that, all of the above, that I have, you know, the E.T. connection that's, that the pharaohs had. We'll see how all that plays out. I'm not going to get all up into that because, man, people are weird about the weirdest thing. Okay, I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. We'll find out what it means very soon. So lazy eyes never see this. Uh, many will attempt to look at it and see it, yet without the intention of really wanting to see something and then being able to, of actually accepting what they see and experience. Like if it's just way too big dragon face in the sky, it's like somebody's mind will go, well, how in the world could that be a dragon? Because dragons aren't that big. How do you know? Dragons are that big when they're coming in from another dimension so you're not actually seeing them they're coming through a wall of blue when you start grasping that perspective that they're coming through a wall of blue then you can start seeing these things with depth and that's what I teach people on these Saturdays is that you that you can see these clouds with depth once I can talk to you sitting next to you, looking at a cloud, you will gain the Eye of Horus. You may be able to gain it on your own. If so, kudos to you. If not, hit me up. We'll do an energy exchange, and then I'll give you the Eye of Horus. Boom, that's that. One day out of your life, and the rest of your life will be different. And you'll see nature. Um, remember, though, that... Uh, if you're not seeing it, it's only because that you're staying within the guidelines that you've been told that you can understand, that you've been told you can understand. Remember, it's not up to anyone else at all what you understand. But sometimes remaining ignorant, it's way easier. Once you've realized, once you've uncovered this, you can't cover it back up. So remember that, too. There's the warning label. <laughs> right, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't true. unsee once you've seen. <laughs> that is the truth. Well, I think right now it's a great time to for me to take a couple bites of this uh, nectarine that I have. No, peach. That's peach. I had to taste it. Like, wait, that's not nectarine. <laughs> Well, is it furry on the outside or smooth-skinned? It's smooth. That's a nectarine. <laughs> See, I told you. If it's furry on the outside, it's a peach. No, there's peaches now that don't have the fur on it. Is there? Ooh. I haven't yeah. seen those ones. Really? Yeah. <laughs> are they genetically it's... modified, probably, are they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, pe- people don't like peach fur. What's wrong with them? <laughs> That's like getting a kiwi fruit well, with no fur humans, on it. Something wrong. Aren't humans gem, humans are genetically modified? Yeah, well, sometimes that's, that's a good thing. Sometimes true. it's not. <laughs> right? It's like what? It's like, man, back to the lab with you. 
All right. See you on the other side of this.
hands down one of the best bands to ever have been formed is Foreigner. Hands down. Lou Graham, man. Oh, he's the voice. I actually had the pleasure of uh, seeing him in concert. And wow. Just Foreigner. Just wow. With Loverboy. And oh my God. Uh, okay. Uh, interesting lyrics. All control is in the hands of those who know. Will they help us grow to one day be star riders? Well, so far, uh, the ones who know is, uh, guess who? It's uh, it's us here at the Webster Phenomenon. Anybody that's ran into it, uh, you're the one. You're the ones who know. So you have all control. Now, if you think about that, and one of these, just one of these reptiles pops down into uh, 3D, starts flying around as a dragon, guess what? If you're one of the ones who know, then you're going to be one of the ones who people go to for answers and for comfort and for safety and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, also, it's been, it's well known that knowledge is what? What is knowledge? Knowledge is freedom. Knowledge, knowledge is power on this globe. And freedom, yeah. It does free you to have power. That's for sure. Mm. But knowledge also, freedom. it also frees your mind, I think. It clears out the... Is that the crap that they've been taught? You know, once you learn learn how to learn yourself, it takes away all the other rubbish that's been instilled in us. That's true. And true freedom is really, in all essence and simplicity, the ability to create... Unlimited. That's true freedom. The ability to create unlimited. So that's what opening the mind does, is give you the ability to utilize all of the tools that you have here on Earth. Boy, have we been uh, shielded from all the good stuff for a long time, and it's time that we're not anymore, and this is the awakening, and this is the shift, and this is the dimension change. This is all of those things is happening, and this is going to, this is, uh, you could call it the beasts of heaven are here to usher in the next. They're having their own little ceremony up there, it's clear. They're ushering in the next realm, the next session all of those things. You could imagine that most likely Noah saw all of this. And at other times, most likely uh, Atlantis saw this. And uh, the civilization Tack. And we can go back. We can go back and back and back. 
Egyptians saw it, clearly. And all of these civilizations that left anything behind show actual beings, not just clouds. So whether they saw it before it was coming or not, we are able to research because we can capture an image and then investigate it. That's awesome. That is the reason why we're here on this podcast right now is because we have phone cameras. And we can research this very easily and we can zoom and we can change the color. We can do all this very simply to see all these different nuances in the sky. Here's my question. Where's everybody else? Where are they? It's like... It's like being in this world where you're being told there's 8 billion people, but you feel like there's 5. 5 people, not 5 billion. 5 people. And the rest of it's just these robots walking around like, this is what I do, this is where I go, this is what I'm told to do, now I go home, now I do this. I'm told to be healthy, so now I'm going to go to the gym, now I'm going to go home, go to sleep, now I'm going to wake up and do this. I'm told I have to do this because I have to pay all my bills. It's the truth. That that is true. It's, it's that's not something that you shouldn't. I'm saying you shouldn't be doing. I'm just saying that that's how it is. I get it. I'm the same way, folks. Right there with you. Right there with you. So that's what we do all day long. We we do what we're told. But what about the clouds, man? Are you seeing the cloud tops? Now let's talk about the tops of the clouds. What do you guys have to say, Brent? Let's talk about the top, just the tops of the clouds. What are you seeing? Oh, I'm sick. Oh, God. What let's, am let's I not saying? Let's talk about the clouds for a minute. Let's just really talk about what people are looking for. Let's give them a, a good synopsis of what something to leave this show today. We've got 30 minutes left. Let's really talk about the clouds and what people should look for. Okay, so with uh, personally, when I'm when I look up in the clouds, I mean I see a lot of things. However, the starting point is, as we've said before, is look for eyes. There's always eyes there. So once you start seeing the eyes, you'll start to see more beings. So they won't necessarily look human. They could look like anything. And then as you become more experienced, and you like you said, you look on top of the clouds, you'll actually start to see. Um, like beings or creatures actually in 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 rows or in in numbers actually doing things. So we're looking at them. You know, they may just be standing there, or they might look like they're dancing, or they might be sitting down rowing a boat, or but they've all got different activities and they're all doing different things. And at different times, there's different numbers of them as well. So you may have a really long. I've had one that was a really long sort of boat and I think it was about 12 entities in there, 12 beings in there. And I had another one that was a short rowboat and there was four. One was rowing up the front and one was the tillerman at the back and there was two two in the middle that were going somewhere. <laughs> you know, so it's it's quite amazing what you look for. And, there's, and then again, you've got your, you know, you've got your, your, um, your reptile being, you've got your... Yeah, uh, clamp a hand that you'll find. Sorry, I've got something in my eye. I'm trying to get out at the moment. 
Um, yeah, so you'll be looking for the clamper hand. You'll be and and they all lead into the body of the being, and then it'll be, wow, it'll be. You won't just see one; you'll see them almost stacked up into one another. You'll see one, you'll see two, you'll see four, you'll see eight. It's like they're all one. They become one. So it's it's actually really interesting how they do it. Yeah, they sort of, because when you find one and that one may in his own being actually form the eye of another being or he may form part of the face of the next being or his hand or whatever. So it's actually really quite interesting how they all work together to create another entity, another being. And it would also play into the, uh, there's a, a part in, I'm not sure if it's actually revelation or, or another, uh, chapter. That's another book that talks about the revelation scenario, but they talk about full of eyes. The beings are full of eyes. And actually uh, they yeah, say that, that their the wings, wings are, that their wings are full of eyes. That's the actual yeah. verbiage, at least on the translation. So if you if you think about that, the wings uh, would be a limb or anything like that, and and just like Brenda said, you'll see the limb, and it may look very reptile skinnish, and then at closer look, it, you'll see that it's a bunch of being faces put together. Which is just, it just blows you away. And you have to sit down and go, okay, let's see. I, I'm not on drugs. Uh, I'm not <laughs> senile yet. And so you really have to, there's a lot of reality checking you do to yourself when you're in this discovery phase of this. And you really should do that because that will prove and it builds a trust with yourself and your own mind. And when you trust your own mind, then you start being able to be, uh, you start being able to see uh, entities and spirits. And uh, you see a lot more than you, uh, uh, than you could before, mainly because you're just training your eyes. It's the all seeing eye. It's what they, it's what they talk about. The all seeing eye. This is it. It's summing up to that. Where can you get it right here? This is where you can get it. While I'm eating my nectar peach, we'll just call it a nectar <laughs> peach. Well, there probably there is a cross, I think, somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> well, here's here would be the Peter Pan would be the the uh, the peacherine. Yeah, oh, there you go, <laughs> Peterino. I think Don's ready to come on there. I think he's like a horse, and one of those gates are just running to start the race to get on. <laughs> Don's here? Yeah. He said he's on an 803 area code. Oh. Don, you Hello, got any pizzerinos over there? <laughs> Don, you got pizzerinos? <laughs> pizzerino? I, I haven't had the pleasure of a pizzerino yet. <laughs> you got to try this shit, man. It is good. Oh, it's so good. Don, how the hell have you been, man? I have been very, very busy. I'm working uh, nights now, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., and they break it up during the week. So I get one weekend I'm working three days, and the other I get three days off. And finally you picked 
a time where you're broadcasting and I am off. And I am calling in nice. finally now, <laughs> after months and months and months and months and months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Now remind us what part of the world you're in. I am in the northwest in Washington. Northwest U.S. Yes. All right. So tell us, uh, talk to us about the sky there. If you've what you've noticed, what you've been able to see at the times that you're, you know, uh, able to uh, view the sky. What do you got going there, uh, Washington? What I have now is I'm seeing uh, the sunrise now because normally it would happen before I would get out of work, but since we're going into fall now. It's getting it's getting uh, further pushed back because it it was at 4:30 a.m. You could start to see the sunrise. Well, now it's all the way back to uh, six o'clock when I get out, and I can see the sun peeking right. out. And it just being a high desert, you can see all the pinks and purples and oranges and everything coming up over the the eastern border. It's beautiful. Nice. So you can see the you can see raw coming to coming to life to push that uh and, and I do push that I do every morning across the sky. <laughs> it's like Brenda said, once you see it you cannot unsee it. There's no way I can look out and just go, Oh yeah, those are just clouds. No. Yeah, pretty no, pretty sky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so pretty it is a beautiful sky. But you know what's in there now, right. and you're That's like, it. yeah, it's like, you know, it's like being told, <laughs> yeah, it's a different it's like beauty. Being told, hey, there's no Santa Claus. Well, you can never go back to saying, well, yeah, there's a Santa Claus because in that mind now you know, ah, there well, isn't a think. Santa Claus. I, see, I've I've never went there, so can we stop talking about this, please? <laughs> stop what? I I don't know what you're talking about. Mean, Exactly. I know nothing. I know nothing. Nothing. That's Schultz from from uh, Hogan's here. He didn't catch the rest. <laughs> oh man. Um, you were also talking about how the different beans intermix with each other and blend in to make a larger one. And and that goes all the way out to if you see a satellite image over the U.S. where there's a huge bank of clouds, you'll see a bean in there as well. They all make up a huge Absolutely. bean. It, it just keeps That's expanding a, and expanding and expanding. That it does. That it does. And that's why I say that the Webster phenomena goes throughout the universe because it does. It doesn't stop on Earth. It continues throughout no. the universe. And that that uh, that what Don just said leads to the big secret that we were talking about, the Webster phenomena secret that really nobody's really ready for it, and it's hard to buy unless we are sitting in in a room and I can show you. Uh, you know, 50 pictures, and we can go over them, and I can show you and prove to you what this that this secret is is actually a fact that's going to trip everybody out. Uh, rather not do that at this point. There's enough on our table as it is 
but that is very correct. And I had a satellite image at some point of a of even the weather service pull uh, took a screenshot of the, one of their satellite images, and it was just a straight out face that was looking out at the satellite that was probably covering you know uh, most of the United States or some huge part of land. So just so everybody knows, this is this world, and this is what we're here to tell you, and Don will support this, and Kim and Brenda, that this world is nothing what we've been shown before, and who's to say that that was right anyway? It was just to, to start educating people. But now we're finding this group right here has is the core that knows this new knowledge. And this new knowledge, it has an it has an urgency to be spread. We can all attend to that urgency. Because once you get, get this, it's like the scarab. Once the scarab gets in you of this knowledge, you're done. You're you're hit you're fried. That's it. Put the fork in you. You have to tell people. You cannot turn back, like Don said, like Brenda said. You cannot turn back from this. In fact, you won't want to. You won't want to. The only thing that makes you want to turn back is other people's reaction. Then you learn to not really care about other people's reaction, which is another great thing for self. To learn how to just be self. And, hey, I, I understand this. You know what I'm talking about, Don? Oh, absolutely. You know I'm, I'm a pirate. I do what I want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What do they say? Take what you can. Give nothing back. Give nothing Man, back. That's mean. Mean. You guys are mean, you pirates. Oh, you should darn. see us on Black Friday. Get out there and look for pirate ships in the sky. You will see them. They're so amazing. This is really one of the... I mean, it's hard to to be able to express yourself when humanity is kind of holding that, holding it in you. Where if we were all expressing it and how amazing it is, just imagine the ceremonies and the that really need to be happening to be welcoming, welcoming these beings that are coming over our heads and looking down at us. Who knows if they're seeing you or me or they're just looking at Earth going, man, what a shambles. What a shambles, man. Shambles. I just like the word shambles. Oh, here we go.
Scurvy mongrel. <laughs> Scurvy mongrel. I did it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, man, it's good to have you back, Don. It's good to have all of us four here. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Love it. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Yeah, I kind of missed you there, Don. <laughs> yeah, it's been I'm a while. Sorry? I said we missed, we missed you. you. You said she kind oh, of missed you. Oh, thank you. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, huh? <laughs> hey, I got kind. you on. I was sure. like, where are you? <laughs> At least the missed you That's was in That's true. There. If, it, if it wasn't for Kim messaging me, uh, I might not be here. Oh, I. you know what? I just wrote your name in the in the call list, I, but I... Thought that that was Lorraine's number, and did you know that Lorraine stopped is not a listener anymore because we are not doing it weekly? She got a little perturbed. Uh oh. That she probably what came into the same show. She probably came into the same show like five times in a row and was like, "Wait, I've heard this before," and was like, "Nah, this is this is not good." So I I get it, peeps, that uh, our listeners did drop off after the uh, – they're, they're picking up now again, but after we took our three-month hiatus because everyone was like, yeah, heard it, got it. Okay, we need something new. So here we are bringing new stuff. Uh, now, Bren, what's your, what's your deal on the next show? Next week. All right, so that's it. That cans it next week. We're having a show, folks. So here we go. We're going to bring some good stuff for next week. Um, I'm going to give these guys some homework. They're like, shit. <laughs> no. Um, well, I won't be able to help you next week. I'm every other week. Whatever, John. So. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad to have you today. And I'm glad we can I'm get you in here at the end and have, have some fun. Um, we really, we, okay, here's the thing about the Webster phenomenon, you guys, is that we're, what we're bringing is the answer to all of these questionable things that have been kind of on the table for, I don't know, ever. Like the Sumerian stuff, all the tablets, all the, uh, the spaceships that are, that are drawn on, uh, or engraved in stone or whatever that are ancient, we we can show you why they they saw spaceships. It had nothing to do with a techno a, a chronological timeline of technology. Nothing to do with that. Nothing. What would what would mess that up? Time travel. Time travel would mess up a, a chronology just instantly. Gone. No more chronology. Doesn't matter anymore. You can time travel. Okay, forget about a timeline. So you know that that's all it would take. But I'm not saying that they're time traveling, even though a different dimension is going at a different speed. That's clear. So uh, we are bringing things like being able to explain Horus and Thoth and Anubis. We can explain the northern lights and not just how it's chemically or uh, electromagnetically uh, created, but we can explain actually what it is that is being created chemically and electromagnetically. 
We can tell you and show you what it is. We can help archaeologists out and be able to put dots together. We can help out uh, historians and um, uh, ancient researchers and uh, uh, people that research the, the Jurassic era. This has everything to do with that. Everything. You can start to really figure out what happened to the dinosaurs and did they actually go extinct or did they leave or get taken or shift into Patrick? a different dimension? Yes, Dawn. Yes, uh, dear. When it comes to the northern lights, yeah, sure, they yeah. figured out you know, how it's chemically and electromagnetically done, but they're not understanding what it is. It, it may be a communication between uh, different uh, gods, different beings up there, and we're not just picking up on the language. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we've we've shown from still pictures that uh, that it is, uh, in fact, the beings that are just very obscured as if in a funhouse mirror type of lens. And the, the, it's a light show, like a reflection of the being, that's being sent out o- across the sky. So uh, that this is another thing that we really need to do is a documentary. And we're, we so need somebody to step in, a philanthropist, and step in and change the world by... Uh, uh, funding a documentary and helping us with this, so we can get this out in onto t- onto the television and History Channel and you know Discovery, and uh, get a quality documentary where we can take a high speed camera and show you the the Northern Lights and show you exactly what it is. I mean, exactly what it is. We just need to get to the right spot and take some take some pictures. But so far, we've we've done this, and we've uh, proven that this discovery is legit. And uh, I'm sorry, but I still can't believe that you know that we're that we're just a small handful of people. With this is going on right above everybody's head. Oh my God, man! It's like you can pull off the heist in front of the the cop. You know, it's kind of like that. It's got that feel to it. Like man, is is society really that droned and 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 uh, just in a hole in their minds? Man, I feel really I, I bad can't believe you're asking that. With with as bad as this uh, presidential election is, you're seeing that in blatant display. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Just wait until Trump pulls out. You know that's coming. And then it's going to get really weird. It, I don't like to yep. get get political here on the show, but you know, no, um, I'm just using it's that definitely as an time example. For us. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you 110. percent We could probably have a whole other podcast on that subject uh, because we're both Americans, and and our country is about ready to take a big you know what. So uh, 
you know, all I got to say to Americans is get your passports ready, folks. Get your passaporta. Because uh, things might not be pretty in another year. Things may not I heard be pretty. You thought Obama, thought Obama was bad. When I I don't pay attention to that stuff too close because I knew who was who was involved and I just didn't even want to deal with it because it's like picking the the lesser of two evils or however many evils. But then when it came down to two evils, I was like, someone's like, hey, did you hear that this, that our, this is our candidates? I'm like, no, that's like a TV show, right? That's on a TV oh, show. Yeah. That's not real. It, it's just all scripted, it seems. Now <laughs> it has um, to be a TV. Yeah. No, please tell me, Don, it's a TV show. Please. That this can't be real, that it's either Trump or I wish Hillary I could Clinton. Turn the ch- I wish I could turn the channel. Uh, uh, strictly well, as an outsider here, it looks like a three-ring circus. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is oh But now it's a, it's a two-ring circus, yeah, but, yeah, it's just really, it, that's what it looks like from over here. <laughs> and that that's true, Brenda. But it, remember, it's all under one big tent. That's it, under the big tent. So it top. doesn't matter how many rings are in that tent. It's all under that big tent, and that's, that's right. the, what most people aren't understanding. Well, I'm in this ring. Well, I'm in this ring. Well, you're all under one big tent. All people. in the same shitty pond. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So everybody on your put put me on your write-in vote. Patrick Webster Small <laughs> on your write-in vote. Hey, that's illegal. You can write in votes, man. So yeah, you know I don't expect get counted, to uh, be inaugurated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I I was actually saying something. I don't know. Somebody said, "Hey, maybe you should run for president." I'm like, "What the hell?" And then somebody somebody else was like, "No." person they want is somebody that's going to make sense. Um, I'd never Can't have that. that. Um, uh, I, not president, but, you know, I don't know, pharaoh or king or something, that might work out. You know, oh, geez, if they did, grades, did shit that, that made stuff. sense, they'd have no news. <laughs> it yeah, put the news companies exactly. out of business. Well, I mean, you know, good things are, are news, too. Maybe it would just be changing the world just to realize, hey, there's some good things out there, peeps. There's some good things. A news program with just good stuff. You know, that's what kind of drones people into talking shit about each other is because that's what the that's what the the news does. And that's what we've been droned into our, our minds constantly. So it's kind of just a back of the mind thing that you do, like, yeah, so and so, whatever. And in all reality we all understand each other, you know. At a certain point, we've all been through certain experiences besides eating burritos, um, you know. And uh, yeah, burrito. Man, I gotta go. I gotta go. Guacamole, sour cream. <laughs> oh, you know what's really good? The this new salsa. It's the uh, I think it's called a South of the Border or something like that. On the Border. On the Border. Other side of the Border. I don't know. Something about a Border. 
But, oh, my God, it's the best chips and the best salsa in the world. There you go. Plug them. They can send the 20 cases of chips to my house. <laughs> yeah, that's how I eat, folks. I talk about food on the show. <laughs> those bananas from Brazil, those were good. Mm. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, Starbucks coffee's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Uh, Amish beef? I don't know. Okay, uh, so I think that, that we're we're just kind of winding this thing down, and I really hope that everybody, if you have a connection to an archaeologist, a professor at a university... Anybody that has anything to do with weather, talk some sense into them and tell them to contact me. Because when the first person who contacts me in a position like that sits down with me and realizes that I have proof and that I could actually win a lawsuit saying that there is extraterrestrial life in the clouds, I could win that lawsuit right now. I don't care to do that. I care to bring this to the world, and I think we need to go into the education platform and get into the universities and speak to these people. And some select uh, specialties like archaeologists and historians and ancient researchers, uh, we're going to help people decipher, uh, you know, languages that they couldn't decipher simply because now they're going to know what symbols meant. And we can show them where to research these symbols and how to research them and how to use the sky to research them. This is serious, serious stuff. So that's, what, that's what we're doing here at the Webster Phenomenon. We're bringing you the truth. We're connecting Sumerian times, which were, you know, some people think, was, think were the beginning of you know, this session. What was the Sumerian? And the Anunnaki. Well, they always said Anunnaki was reptilian. Now look at the stuff that's going on in the sky. Reptilian. I'm really starting to... I, I wasn't real big on reptiles. I always liked Kermit the Frog and, you know, Cecil. Remember Cecil and Beanie Boy? Man, you sure see Cecil a lot out there, huh? Um, I wasn't big on, on reptiles, but now, man, I... I I love them. I love lizards. I'll just I'll pick up lizards anywhere and just love on them. Reptiles are awesome. Oh, it looks like Dawn dropped. I guess his internet. I don't know. The internet's been weird. Thank goodness it's been good for me today. But um, we are going to get out of here for the day. We will see you next week, uh, Saturday night. And let's make this a, you know, let's make this a thing, man. Let's get together every once in a while. Let's do something, peeps. Shoot. Oh, you know what? I can't make it next weekend. Ah, just kidding. Yes, I can. Uh, We'll be here. And I hope that you're here with us. We will, we're getting back in the swing of this. So, you know, give us another show. Give us a chance. We're bringing you the most amazing uh discoveries from intense research that we've been doing for the last few years. And this is called the Webster Phenomena. And uh, Kim, thank you so much for, for being with us tonight from Canada. 
Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, yes, of course. Uh, continue to take those amazing pictures you're taking. Oh, my gosh. Kim gets uh, – do you use an iPhone 6? Um, mine is a 5, but I also use my Canon – or my Pentax, I mean, sorry. I use my oh, camera Oh, you have an lot. iPhone 5. Goodbye. No, <laughs> um. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, That's unfortunately. iPhone is, is awesome. What do you have, a Canon uh, EOS? I have, I don't even know what it is. It's a Pentax, a Pentax SR. Is it a digital camera? Yep. Okay, that's good. Because if you said you fed film into it, I wouldn't even know. And then you had a dark room. Then you have a dark room. Hey, I'm old, but I'm not that old. (laughs) You see Bryn, you can see Kim in the dark room. The red light in the background. (laughs) Dipping the stuff in with the tongs. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> oh man, that's just that stuff's weird. I was watching X Files, and uh, that's a great show. Some weird acting, but pretty good show. All right. Uh, well, keep taking those pics, Kim and Brenda. Thank you so much for being here from Australia, and you yeah. also continue to take those amazing pictures that you're sending me. It's just it's off the hook. It is, yeah. It is. Yes, it is. It is. All right. Well, <laughs> we're gonna. Um, I'll just say goodbye for Don. See you, everybody. Okay. So goodbye for Don, and um, he he didn't make it back on, and his call dropped, which is all good. Don, we miss you, and we'll see you. Uh, oh, he said not next week. Huh? Well, we'll see him next time whenever he comes back, and cruises by, and knocks on the door. Uh, This is Patrick Webster Small, and I have been bringing you the Webster Phenomena for the last few years. You can go to thewebsterphenomena.com. You can hit me up on my Facebook. Uh, Just uh, search Patrick Small. Uh, And I have a couple other uh, public Facebooks, the Webster Phenomena, uh, and a couple other ones you can find off of my other pages. Uh, Twitter, you can get me at uh, Patrick W. Small. And um, what else do I have? Gosh, you can pretty much get get anything else on my website. Um, if you want to get Die of Horus, I think it's like uh, it's like three hundred bucks for the day. Um, that's uh, really a very uh, doable price for what you're going to get. And um, I I promise you the Eye of Horus by the end of the day. And so uh, sign up for that, and uh, you can do that on the website, thewebsterphenomena.com, and uh, click on the Eye of Horus. We'll get you seeing all. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Um, anybody that wants to uh, step up and fund this documentary, uh, definitely do step up. If you know anybody who's in the market to fund something like that and be a philanthropist and be the person that brings the biggest discovery of this civilization to this civilization, then um, hit them up, man. Talk to people. Get out there and tell them the Webster phenomenon is happening. Keep looking up. Look at the skies. Take pictures. And most of all, be good humans. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest.
cry. 